The Research and Experience Podcast. You are listening to the Research and Experience Podcast with your host, Mafio The Reminder and Andre Holston. The vision of the Research and Experience Podcast is to enrich and edify people's minds through self-mastery. Self-mastery being the ability to control one's mind from inner influence versus outer influence. Our motto is, if you knew better, you would do better. Control your mind, control your world. Hello and welcome back, everyone, to the Research and Experience Podcast with your host, Mafio, the Reminder, and Andre Holston. Uh, today's topic we're going to talk about, uh, in my opinion, is a staple in what we stand for as a podcast and myself as a motivational, inspirational speaker, pardon me, and uh, that topic is IAMO, and it's an acronym for I Am My Own, I-A-M-O, I Am My Own. The reason that this is a, a staple to me, because this is one of the most pertinent situations I experienced in my life of, uh, wow, my mother's relationship or myself and my mother's relationship. Um, it wasn't a typical mother-son loving relationship as, you know, a lot of people experience or the mother idea of the mother. In my opinion, it was more of we were business partners. My mother had a job to raise me to be such a man, and I had a responsibility to accept it and live it as such. Um, it was an experience I had growing up. You know, um, I was about 26 years old, and just thinking about, you know, why my mother don't love me, hug me, kiss me, like I've seen examples of other mothers that was so attractive to me. And, um, you know, that was my struggle. That was my obstacle. And um, one day I was in church at men's choir practice and and God gave it to me and it happened. And it was explained to me after an hour and a, and a half conversation with these men in the men's choir, the director of this men's choir explained to me that my mom didn't have a problem that I had the problem. And I'm saying to myself, did you not just not hear everything I was saying in the last hour and a half? And um, he said again, as calmly as possible. That was his demeanor. And he said, Mafia, your mom don't have the problem. You have the problem. You explained throughout this hour and a half how you're having sleepless nights and crying and praying and, you know, things of that nature, asking God to help your mom when your mom's not losing sleep. Your mom's not up crying and, you know, tearing herself apart because of your relationship. Son, your mom don't have the problem. You do. And that was my breakthrough. That was my breakthrough. Yeah, that's real deep. Just being able to go within your own self and realize that, like, no matter how my mother is treating this relationship, the only thing that I can control is how I feel about this relationship 
or how how I'm going about it. And if I'm losing sleep over this, then that's something that's internalized within me. Hmm. And, and you know, once you once you understand that the whole process of internalizing your emotions, then you can control them and 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 have a more positive outlook regardless of the situation or regardless of the circumstance. Totally, so, yeah, totally agree. I'm, I'm, I'm with that. And that's something that we talk about a lot about self-inflicting, how we inflict ourselves with certain things that when other people or the situations or the entities are involved, they are who they are. But we are the ones with the problem. So, okay, again, uh, the topic of I amo, I am my own. Um, first part will be understanding, um, understanding, representing what you know and the truth of it. Second part will be obstacle or facts of what you know and how you apply it. Um, third part will be encouragement, your skill or your skills or ability to overcome or be successful. With that being said, let's take a break and we're going to come right back and jump into understanding. Earl Nightingale said it best. We become what we think about most of the time. This is researchandexperience.com. All right, and welcome back to the Research and Experience Podcast, everyone. Again, we're starting off with the topic of Ayamo, I am my own, and the first part being understanding what you know and the truth of what you know. Um, throughout life, we're constructed, the human construction, you know, you have your infancy and then you have your adolescent or teens phase of life. Then you go into adulthood. And um, all that is coupled to culminate and to produce the spiritual or the God or the understanding aspect of life. And again, this is just my opinion from my experiences. This is my testimony. And in regards to understanding, you know, my truths and what I know of it, it's just all your life experiences uh I want to throw a word out there for you guys to, you know, kind of uh, do your research on or find the uh, definition of, and it's archetype. And archetype is what our lives are built on. It is um, examples that we experience in life, and we have the, the choice or the option to see which end of this example we're going to model our life on. So we have these examples of life and how we're going to build and construct our lives. And um, it comes down to understanding yourself. Because where, where, do the, where do the examples come from? Like where do you think people are mainly getting their examples and modeling themselves after? And I think the primary um, archetype is our parents. Hmm. Or if we didn't grow up with our parents, whomever that or those individuals that we grew up with you know, from the infancy phase uh, and how we learned how to, you know, how we observed how to walk, how we learned 
and observe how to talk or handle business or handle ourselves and emotions from these examples. So it's similar like a role model. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. And we take these role models and we interpret them to what we are. But the treasure in it is knowing that you're modeling yourself or consciously being aware or even unconsciously how these models mm-hmm. can affect you for the positive or for the negative. Or even unconsciously what those, mo- what those role models are. Because you can, you can be modeling your life after something or somebody and not even know it just because that something or somebody is such a big influence on your life, whether it be a good influence or a bad influence. I mean, you can be taking on the negative aspects of a situation or a person just as easily as you can be taking on the positive aspects of a situation or a person unconsciously, unconsciously. without yes. even knowing that you're doing this. Yes. Association brings assimilation. Exactly. And you talked earlier or you asked earlier about what would be examples of these, um, these models or these examples. Um, it can be fairy tales from books you've read. Mm-hmm. It can be movies you've watched. Um, it can be something you heard on the radio or experienced somebody, you know, spending the night at a kid's house and seeing the model of their parent. And how their parents parent. Or even your friends. Or even your friends. You know, and and we take these examples all our lives and it's a culmination Mm -hmm. or we become a culmination or shall I say, we act out what we learn. We act out according to our interpretations Mm -hmm. of it. And that's how we model our lives. And a very important aspect of that is to know if it's helping or hindering your progress in life, is it is it fruitful for your life? Is it is it something that it's going to help you progress in life, or is it something that's going to be a stronghold or a prohibitor of your progression in life? Is it something that's going to stop you? Is it a blockage somewhere? Yeah, one of the lowest points of my life, one of the points in my life where I had the least amount of self-confidence was a point in my life where my archetype just so happened to be, you know, somebody that I considered to be my closest friend. And even, you could even say look up to in a sense, because, I mean, I grew up without the archetype of a father, Mm -hmm. if we can put it that Mm -hmm. way. You know what I mean? So you tend to look for that type of male companionship around you. And if you're not careful... You find it in the wrong place. Mm. So, you know, at this point in my life where, where I was just at a very low point, I was trying to be like this person in my life who still is a friend to me. I still mm. consider mm. him a friend. Um, but I was just trying to be and do things the way that he did these things. Yes. Um, and I think that I think that's what you're getting at when you talk about um, having those role models in your life and, and modeling yourself after them which turned out for me to be just such a negative. And it was something that I really had to learn how to detach myself from mm. before I could grow into the mm. person that I knew that I was supposed to be. Because it's, it's in you your whole life. You know that you're supposed to be somebody. You know the road that you're supposed to take. It's just a matter of are you going to separate yourself from all of those outer influences and walk on that path and walk on that road yourself. And for me, it was a really, really 
eye-opening experience, but it was mm. also a really difficult experience Ooh. because it, it gets to the point where it's like once you detach, it, it's like a feeling of loneliness. It's like, well, now I'm alone, but you're never alone if you have yourself. You know what I mean? Oh, yes. So, oh, yes. And I, I, I mean, I wish... Ooh, I wish you could just feel this energy that's going through me right now because what you said is the exact equation of overcoming yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to exp- first you get the idea or the model, then you experience it, and you're experiencing is you activating it into your life, and then you realize it's not helpful or not fruitful mm-hmm. or it's not it's not working towards your progression in life. So you come to a place where you have to make a choice, another choice or decision to say, okay, do I stay to the left of this? Do I stay to the right of this? And I'm almost sure, I hate to assume, but I'm almost sure when you came to that crossroad, you had to dig down deep in yourself and see if there were other influences or other examples or models where you can say, okay, this is this side of this. Mm -hmm. What's the other side? Yeah, you have to do a true deep self-reflection and you have to really sit back and examine your life and examine your circumstances for what they are and, and go Go back to your past and see what's led you to these circumstances. How did you get here? Where do you want to be? And how do you take the steps towards getting to that place? Because once you realize how much influence everything around you has on you (laughs) to get you to the point, then you can take control of that influence. Then you can choose where your influence is coming from. And step by step, little by little, you get to the point that you want to be. Or you at least get closer. Classic example of self-mastery. Classic example of self-mastery. And through that self-mastery, all you simply did was mature and learn to control your mind. Yeah. You learn to control your mind by having choices and options. Choices and options. And then making your own choices. Yes. Not letting other people or other circumstances or situations make those choices for you. Not letting... The negativity of your circumstance or the positivity of your circumstance sway your decisions. You yes. have to live based off of your own principles and your own values. And once you once you identify what those principles and values mm. are that you're going to stand on, so important. that's what you use to make your decisions and your choices. And sometimes they might be the easy choices. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they might be the hard choices. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, if you have those principles and values, those choices are going to be directly in front of you for, for you to make. They won't be the um, confusing choices. Yes. Might be easy, might be hard, but they shouldn't be confusing. I'm so glad you brought up choices because, as you said, some will be easy. But the ones that we really need to get through are the difficult ones. Yeah. And those are the ones that so many times we as individuals, we shy away from. When those are the breakthroughs, Mm -hmm. those are the breakthroughs. That's the blockage that we talked about of your progression. Yeah, I mean, you talk about like like bring bring it back to the example of my friend. Like, me and this guy have been friend, friends for almost twenty years. It was a hell of a hard decision to say, I have to separate myself from this. Mm-hmm. A hell of a mm-hmm. hard decision to say that. But at the end of the day, do you want to progress or do you want to stay at your standstill? Mm. Or do you, or even worse, do you want to backtrack? Mm. You know what I mean. So, and if I may, Bay Bro, that's exactly what I had to do in dealing with my mom. 
That's exactly what I had to do. And what I learned to do is I had to construct a way to deal with the person that I love so very much in life and how or if I can progress or continue to love her and still interact with her Mm -hmm. and still be involved with her, still have her on my mind in a positive way instead of a negative Mm -hmm. way. Oh, man. And you talked earlier about uh, self-confidence. I just want to throw self-esteem out there. And the reason I want that so important is because when we have these blockages and we feel we have no options, in my opinion, that's a direct factor or contributor to us not having confidence in ourselves, us not being able to overcome Mm -hmm. whatever it is in life, whatever it is in life. And I mean, what's what's self-esteem? What's confidence? It's confident. What's self-confidence? It's confidence in yourself. It's the esteem you have of yourself. Nobody can nobody can um, degrade you so much to where your self-esteem or self-confidence should be lowered, because no matter what anybody says about you, the only person that knows the truth about you is you and God. Nobody else can tell you anything about yourself. Now, that doesn't mean that. You know, if somebody's giving you some truth that you should just block it out and ignore it, because Mm -hmm. sometimes people have advice for you that's just true advice. If I mean, if you're spending your days lying and somebody calls you a liar, you know, then maybe you need to do some self-reflection and stop lying. Mm -hmm. But if you know that you're doing everything in your life and everything in your power to progress and be a good person and 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 be a loving person and a humble person and a generous person and and, you know, when you're when you make those changes in your life and when you try to upgrade your life and be a better person, you know that's going to spark jealousy. Yeah. And, if you know, and, and if that jealousy is, jealousy leads to hate. And if you have people that are just disliking you for the simple fact of you're trying to be better and you're trying to do more, then that's when those type of words should never affect your self-esteem. You should, you should never let negativity coming from the outside influence you on the inside Mm -hmm. but again that is a skill it is a skill that is a skill and I don't want to jump too far in this conversation because in the encouragement aspect of this conversation is where that comes into play and we it is essential in my opinion to have the skill to be able to encourage yourself because if you can do that that's just an onward advancement from self esteem daily it's an onward advancement from self-esteem, mm-hmm. whether it's high or whether it's low. Because you have low self-esteem, you don't believe in yourself. And being real with yourself is the key. Like I tell people all the time, I don't know how to be something I'm not. I don't know how to pretend like or act like what you want me to be. If you can't accept who I am, then maybe this isn't a good yeah. fit for what yeah. we're trying to, it's you know, whatever fit. it is we're trying to accomplish. Mm-hmm. You know, something that uh, something that I've practiced in my life towards um, maintaining a high degree of self-esteem is mantras. Mantras. Mm-hmm. What exactly do you mean by that? Daily re- reaffirmations. I'm, I'm sorry. Are. One more time. Daily reaffirmations. Yes. Yes. Um, whatever your mantra happens to be, mm-hmm. it can be something as simple as "I'm a great person." It can be something like "I work daily to better myself." 
I'm looking at my refrigerator right now. I have three or four papers hung up on the refrigerator mm-hmm. with just mantras and, and yes. mission statements. Yes. And these are things that you read. I read my mission statement every day in the morning. Mm-hmm. And it goes over the things that I want to do in life. I want to improve physically. Mm-hmm. I want to improve financially. I want to improve mentally. And it's a reminder to a myself. A reminder. It, exactly. A it's reminder. a reminder to myself every day. This is what you're going to do today. And keep it consistent. And if you remind yourself of that every day, then then you're going to keep that consistency going. And then not only that, (laughs) but if you have those small sentences throughout the day, like, for example, let's say you're an emotionally charged person and you know you get angry easily. Mm -hmm. Give yourself a mantra. I will not let my anger control me. Yes. And every time you feel that little bit of anger bubbling up. You recite your mantra to yourself until you cal- until you until you've calmed down. Mm-hmm. Practice that along with the deep breathing techniques oh, that I like to talk about. Yes, and you'd be surprised the the, the positive effect that it has <laughs> on your life and the positive effect that it has on your decisions. Yes, so I think that that is a a really good first step towards um, developing that certain sense of self control and self confidence. Um, just 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 write out some mantras and. And before you know it, a week later, you have these positive words ingrained yes. in yes. you. Yes. And then you can turn to them whenever you want to, and it'll <laughs> remind you of your purpose. Yes. And I, I just think that that's a really amazing thing when we talk about the topic of self-mastery. And remember, again, this is my field of reminder, because I have to remind people to read their minds. We all have to read our minds. That is so... Every day. Every day. There is, I'm, I mean, the... The term self-mastery is misleading because self-mastery is not a destination. It's an ongoing process. Yes. We're never going to get to the point where we're completely masters of ourselves. We have to constantly remind ourselves to master ourselves. And the more you do that, the better you're going to get at it. But we're all human beings. We all falter. We all fail at points. So you can't beat yourself up because... You know, you might have had a blip. You just got to start over and And keep it moving. And keep it moving. And if I may, uh, mastery, I don't care what it is, if you're trying to master yourself, if you're trying to master riding a bike, if you're trying to master a certain subject in life, parenting, things of that nature, you need information to work off of because a lot of times we don't know. But if you have information and you can interpret it and you put action behind it, Sky is the limit. Mm-hmm. The sky is the limit. It's just like somebody, take Bruce Lee for instance. Mm. <clears throat> he became the master of kung fu because his practices and his level of understanding or achievement, no one will ever know. But I'm sure the people that work hard at whatever it is they're trying to master will be able to identify at some point. That goes those models again. Yep. There goes models. There goes um, archetypes. You know, what type of archetypes do you have? Yep. Are they building you or are they holding you back? And understand that, that regardless of what type of archetypes you have, nobody can master something for you. Oh. You have to, whatever you want to master, you have to put in the work yourself. Yes. So that's just another big reason as to why nobody should be able to um, diminish your sense of self yes. because because if I want to master riding a bike you can't do that for me 
I have exactly. to put the work in. Exactly. I have to put the hours exactly. in. I have to put the study in. Yes. I have to put the learning in. Yes. And and if I know that I have to do that for myself, mm-hmm. why in God's name would I let your opinion affect what I want to do? Yes. When you can't do anything for me but give me your opinion, which half the time I don't even need. That's it. When half the time your opinion is going to be detrimental to what I want to do. Mm. I am my own. You are your own. You know what I mean? I am my own. I am all. <laughs> And with that being said, everyone, we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back and we're going to jump into the next phase of our conversation, which is obstacle. One for your heart and the other for your mind. Please listen to researchandexperience.com. I promise you, you will not be disappointed. Tune in. To Mafia the Reminder and Andre Holston. Okay, and welcome back to the Research and Experience Podcast. Um, today's topic is if you're just joining us, is IAMO, and it's an acronym I A M O, meaning I am my own. And uh, the second aspect of this conversation is obstacle or the facts of what you know and how you apply it. There's that application again, little bro. Yeah. You know, um, application is so important. Application you is can, so important. You can read and learn and study as much as you want to, but if you're not applying it, <laughs> don't get mad when your reading doesn't work or okay. your 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 goal that you set out or the idea that you want to achieve is not mm-hmm. achievable. Yep. But understand, you are your own blockage. Mm-hmm. You are your own blockage. Yep. You say you want to ride a bike, but you don't want to get up on the bike. Yep. You understand <laughs> what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. You don't want to get on the bike. You don't have faith in the training wheels. You don't have faith in yourself. And that's another thing I want to talk about with obstacles because we are our own obstacle. I am. I am. We are our own obstacles. Mm. We hold ourselves back. Mm. And it's all in our mind with the fears. With the hurt from the past, with the ideas of seeing, you know, the different archetypes or the different examples in life that says, oh, I don't want to experience that. Fear. And, and then you find yourself at the crossroad where you have to make a decision about one of those particular instances. And because of your fear, you don't want to take on the hard part. Because of your fear, you don't want to accept that you're, prof- you're not proficient or you, you don't have the skill in something mm-hmm. and say, you know what? I don't want to ride bikes no more. You give up on yourself. Because I either I fell off the bike or I saw somebody else fall off the bike. So I don't want to do it. But fear is what? A feeling. Feeling. That's all it or is. An emotion. It's not real. It's not real. It's just something that you feel. But I do understand that some people's emotions, some people's feelings are, are their reality. And that's the thing we have to get over. That's mm-hmm. our blockage. We are our own. I am my own blockage. I am my own unsuccessfulness. But the self-reflection, the self-reflection is like where you have to find all that. You know, you have to look within yourself and see where all these fears come from, where all this hurt comes from, where the low self-esteem. What example in life gave you that? What archetype gave you that? Mm. You know, where did you get that from? Yeah. And no one can answer that but you because it's your own 
interpretation of what it is you experienced. Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 so real right there. Um, it's I mean it's it's just a matter of understanding who you are Bottom and line. understanding what's gonna trigger those those feelings of fear or those feelings of joy or those feelings of sadness. Mm-hmm. What in your life has triggered those in the past so that when you move forward in the future you can be ready for those feelings. Like for example, I don't like to dance. Mm-hmm. So every woman I've ever been with in a relationship has wanted to go dancing and I've always <laughs> said no. Yes. Because of that fear of yes. you know, whatever it might be, looking yes. foolish or uh-huh. you know, whatever that fear whatever. happens to be, I've always said no. So the next time I'm with a woman, I know she's gonna say at some point, let's mm-hmm. go dancing. Mm-hmm. So now that I know that I have that fear, I can understand it more and even get to the point where it's like, you know what, it's just fear, let's go. And if I may, babe, bro, please pardon the interruption. I just want to throw this pen in there because in my example, I'm sorry, in my opinion, this is just an example of God putting you in situations to overcome and you have a choice to make. Am I going to take this on and, and, and feel the way I feel and work it out? Or I'm going to let this feeling hold me back from even taking on the, on the obstacle. Mm-hmm. But I want to put a whole nother pin on that, too, because... If you're not comfortable with yourself and the skin you in mm-hmm. means so much. Means so much. I've been doing some reading and meditating and I'm realizing that I struggle with some of my physical features. And it's features that people can't see every day. But if I have to go to some of these environments that's going to put me in a predicament to have to face these fears, how do I feel? And I went to the mirror and I interpreted all that and I took all that information in and, I, and I'm at the point now where I just don't care. Mm. I don't care what public opinion is. I don't care what people think because about Because it's me. not important. It's not important. Yep. I can't do nothing about, you know, my skin. I can't do anything about my weight. I can't do anything about the way I look or the way my hair is. This is what God gave me and I'm going to do the best with it. And that's what you can do because you can do something about all that. You might not be able to change it, mm-hmm. but you can change the way that you view it. Your attitude and your reaction is everything. That is the key. That is the treasure to everything. Listeners, mm-hmm. please listen. I just dropped a jewel on you, whether you know it or not. Yes, it's my testimony, but this is from God. Your attitude and your reaction towards any and everything. Is everything your obstacle is your breakthrough, whatever it is that whatever your obstacle is, that's the tool that you have to use to turn yourself into such a an amazing person, whether it's your fear, you have to confront that fear. And once you've confronted that fear, now that fear is gone. And before you know it, you're on the floor salsa dancing <laughs> and break dancing and, and everybody's looking at you like from what you originally thought everybody would be looking at you like you're stupid. Now everybody's looking at you like, wow, I want to be that person. Yes. Because little do you know, the people around you have the same fears that you do. They might be of different circumstances mm-hmm. or different situations, but mm-hmm. everybody experiences experiences fear in some sort of way. So, Or whatever obstacle you happen to be, because your obstacle might not be fear. Yeah. It might be self-doubt. Yes. It might be self-limitation. Yes. It, it could be anything. Whatever you happen to think your obstacle is, Take that obstacle, 
grasp it and 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 deal with it. Please. And before you say know, that one more time. Take that obstacle, grasp it and deal with it. Deal with it. And love the fact that that obstacle is there because yes. the obstacle it brings you opportunity for growth. And Without Go ahead. Without obstacles, there's yeah. no opportunity for growth because everything is just a, a matter of a comfort zone, a matter of a comfort level. And there is no room for growth in your comfort zone because it's your box. Yes. It's your box. Yes. Period. Yes. It's pff, taking on a challenge. Mm-hmm. You are your own challenge. Embrace the challenge. Please. Embrace Do not shy away from it. We were put here to grow. Every situation you go through, been through, when you're able to interpret it and grow from it, you'll know when you're able to do that because you'll be able to smile about it. Mm. (laughs) You'll sit back and look and say, wow, I remember I used to be there. It's a sense of accomplishment. And and a whole nother, the total opposite end of that spectrum is it's like, when you feel challenged and not taking on the challenge. I have an example. Okay, I have an example I like to share. Think about the idea of a mother. And we're going to take the mother from the aspect of that loving, caring, nurturing mother. The one that has all the meals done. The one that when you fall down and you scrape your wounds, she's the one that, you know, care for you and, and you know, give you that healing. Whether it's verbal that, you know, all it is is a conditioning of the mind. And think about as a kid, yeah, mommy's going to be there to do that. But when you grow, (laughs) when you grow and you learn to be the mother for yourself, when you learn to heal yourself, when you learn to cook for yourself, when you learn to go out and work and get your own money and structure your life how you would like to live it, Mm -hmm. and you don't need the help of others to do that. Oh, let me say that one more time. And you don't need the help of others to do or fulfill those things that Yourself. mom gave you, mm-hmm. that's when you really live it. Because yeah. anytime you're dependent on anyone, anything, or any place, you're not the true essence of who you are. You, you are your own blockage at that point. Yeah. You are your own setback. You are your own hurdle. You are Ayamo. Mm-hmm. And on the other side of that coin, if you if you have those challenges and you don't embrace them and you don't realize that you are your own all you're doing is um submitting to defeat you become stagnant you become stagnant not only do you become stagnant but Mm -hmm. unconsciously you're lowering your self-esteem because you're telling yourself that this challenge is too great for me no challenge is the world in the world is too great for us yes we weren't put on this world we weren't (laughs) put on this earth to be defeated exactly we were put on this earth to be victorious in every aspect of life anything that you can think of you can materialize Anything that the energies or God or the spirits put in you, mm-hmm. you can bring it out of you. Yes. It's just a matter of are you going to accept that challenge mm-hmm. or are you going to submit and, and, and not get what, what, what has been put here for you? Yes. And I have another example. Right. And again, we are our own. Think about how many people, how many of you all have made a vision board? What's a vision board? Vision board is the same thing you have on your refrigerator, whether whatever it is, a picture, a slogan or a phrase or something you keep close to heart to encourage yourself or get yourself over the hurdle or your your model of what you want to attain. Hmm. But at the same time, 
you're looking at this every day. You're, you're contemplating and thinking about it every day. But you never bring it to fruition. Think about that. Yeah. I mean, it's such an important step to have something positive to look at every day because you look at the TV every day. Mm. You look at Facebook and mm. Instagram every day. Mm. You know what I mean? You look at all types of negative influences every day. But how much consistent positivity do you have in your life? And if you have none, whose fault is that? Mm. It's, it's on you to, to add that own consistent positivity to you. You can't depend on anybody or anything around you to do it for you. You have to do it yourself. And I am my own. That's huge you bring that up. Whose fault is that? Because it comes, it comes right back to accountability and responsibility. Are you accountable and responsible mm-hmm. for yourself? Mm-hmm. Bottom line. Bottom line. Are you re- accountable and responsible for your own self, your own thoughts? Your own actions. Because if you can accept who you are, what you are, and where you are, and consciously formulate how you got there, then you have an opportunity to overcome it. And control what's next. And control what's next. Yep. That's all a vision board is. Mm-hmm. But people miss the, the intricate part of having a vision board when you throw your thoughts and ideas out there, but you don't know yourself. And if you don't know yourself, you may have we have dreams, goals, thoughts all the time, but never put the action behind yep. it. We don't put the action behind it because sometimes we don't know what actions to put behind it. Yep. And if we don't know what actions to put behind it, then we may model something or imitate something else that's not consistent or congruent to getting us where we need mm-hmm. to be or where we want to be. Yep. Thoughts, acts, habit, character, <sighs> destiny. That's it. That's it. I am. Yeah. Let's take one more break, man. What's what's the next uh, what's the next segment? Okay, last and final segment. Segment. I'm do apologize. Will be encouragement. Uh, encouragement meaning your skill or skills or, or ability to overcome or be successful. Cool. We'll be right back. Mafio the Reminder. No group is too small or too big. He does conferences, keynotes, one-on-one coaching, and all types of gigs. Please call our office at 817-900-3955. That's 817-900-3955. Or email him at mafioerby at researchandexperience.com. Okay, and welcome back, everyone. Uh, last segment, we're just going to dive right into this because time is of essence. And that last second segment is encouragement. Encouragement meaning the skill or skills or ability to overcome or be successful. And, you know, I talked earlier about my mom and, you know, our relationship and how it hindered me. And, you know, I had my breakthrough through the conversation of, you know, with the gentleman in the men's choir at choir practice one night, and the gentleman explained to me that my mom didn't have the problem. I had the problem. So I had to dig back into myself and see where I had this problem. And I realized that my problem was I wanted the loving and 
mother, affectionate mother, kiss me, hug me, tell me I'm proud mother when that wasn't the mother I had. I had a business partner, which I'm so grateful for, so grateful because I wouldn't be who I am today. And that was huge because you have to understand where you come from. You have to accept where you come from. You have to be able to build where you come from in order to know where you're going to get to. And that was huge. So through my trials and tribulations and, you know, God putting that breakthrough for me in that conversation and that gentleman explaining to me that I had the problem, I had to learn to encourage myself. And that encouragement has been an intricate part of all my success, whether it was when I went to college and I was culture shock and wanted to come home or when I played the game of football, always being the smallest person, overcoming all these giants, you know, um, being a parent when I knew how my mother and my father parented and what I wanted to be to my children and trying to apply that and realizing that they're different. And how do I, you know, bring all this together? I had to learn to encourage myself. Mm -hmm. I had to learn to put it all together. But it, it was all a process. And you have to trust the process. You have to trust the process. So many grounded. times we give up on the process mm -hmm. because we run into our roadblocks. Mm -hmm. And our roadblocks is no more than ourselves. Yep. I am all. Yep. You got to stay grounded in your process. You mm. got to have faith in your process. Mm. And you got to be able to smash through those roadblocks or go around them. Mm -hmm. You know, whichever, whichever route is best. Hey. But once you decide that this is what you want to do you have to move forward and nothing can be able to stop you no discouragement no negativity no roadblocks nothing you have to keep moving Babe until bro, you get to your blessing let me flip that coin over because nothing will be able to stop you only you will be able to stop you mm -hmm. now, now just think about that and it's the whole conversation we're having Ayamo. Life, if you know yourself and, and you're comfortable with yourself and you live your life accordingly, being able to do the self-reflection, all the homework, getting dirty, taking on those challenging uh, aspects of yourself that you know you need to change and to get over, you are your own obstacle. If you're comfortable with yourself and you're diligent and you're, you're responsible and accountable for who and what you are, there's nothing that can hold you back in the world because that's how God designed us. But we have all these outside influences that we don't know how to interpret or manipulate, which hinders us from influencing the world around us from within our own mm -hmm. minds. And the world begins to influence us. Mm -hmm. We let our vision board be, and I'm speaking hypothetically, whatever your vision board is, <laughs> We let our vision board be interpreted by outer influences when we made our vision up in our mind. Mm -hmm. Think about that. Man, that's so deep. Think about that. You're I'm going to say that one more time. Guess, please do. I'm going to say that one more time. Mm -hmm. We let our vision board be influenced by outer influences or worldly influences when we made the vision yep. board. The vision came from the inner, but we from let the, the outer influence oh, it. I couldn't, <laughs> I couldn't have said it no better. I couldn't have said it no better. It's your, it's you your vision. It's your vision. It's your vision. So, yeah, that man, that, that was the deepest part. To me, that was the deepest part of this whole little episode right here, man. That was. 
that was everything <laughs> in a the, nutshell. They say you say the best for last, right? With that, mm-hmm. with that being said, yeah. we can end the show right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For real. No, but really, though, that, I mean. That's it. That, that's what it is. If you're the one that's coming up with everything that you want to do, it's coming from inside of your spirit and your mind and mm-hmm. your thoughts. But then you turn around, or we turn around, because I'm guilty of it, and I'm sure you are I too. am as well. We turn around, and we let the negativity or the the influences from the outside, from mm-hmm. the world, mm-hmm. from the people around us, from the circumstances that we found ourselves in, mm-hmm. we let that become a detriment to what we've come up with within ourselves. And then you look up a week, two weeks, three weeks, six months later, and you haven't done what you wanted to oh, do. Oh, wow. All because of why? Yourself. Yourself. But, your but, inability to manage yourself. But that's not what you're going to blame it on. You're going to blame it on, well, you know, if I can only just maybe have a little bit more money or, yeah. you know what I mean? If, if Yeah. <laughs> for whatever, whatever that doesn't have uh-huh. anything to do with you. So Remember, blame yourself, not your circumstances. Hmm. And that is your breakthrough. That's the breakthrough. Blame yourself and not your circumstances because that's the breakthrough. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love that, and uh, I don't. This this is a a great conversation, and I really hate to cut it off, but we just really are running short on time here. Mm-hmm. So let's uh, let's go ahead and take one more break, and we'll come back with Mafio's moment, and uh, uh, let's conclude this one. This is a podcast for that ass. You're listening to researchandexperience.com. All right, welcome back to the Research and Experience podcast. Today we were talking about IAMO. That is a concept of I am my own, meaning that every uh, circumstance and influence around you is influenced internally, and the only thing that you can really control control is how you think about those circumstances. And the, the, the amazing thing about it is how you feel and how you think about your circumstances, how you can control everything, control yourself, control your world. That's the... That's one of the mantras that I actually have to tell the truth. Control yourself, control your world. So, mm-hmm. so with that being said, what we're going to do right now is jump into Mafio's moment. So, Mafio, I know you got a gem to drop on us, as you always <laughs> do. So I'm going to step back and I'm going to learn from you and I'm going to let you take it away, man. And again, I just testify, babe, bro. But, um, okay, Mafio's moment. Um, Again, a lot of times I speak in, in, in metaphors or I use examples and things of that nature. And um, for those of you that are inclined with sports, whatever the sport may be, if it's timed, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm the clock. I'm the one that controls the game. You know, you have players, you have coaches, you have fans and things of that nature. If a player gets hurt, he's replaced. Coaches get fired all day, every day. All day, every day. And then you have the fan base. If it's attractive or if it's provocative to the people, then they'll be there. But at the same time, without the clock, the game stops. I'm not the player, I'm not the coach, I'm the shot clock, 
Shout outs to most deaf on that. But you taught me that through hip hop. I'm not the player or the coach. I'm the shot clock. I'm way above the game. Whatever the game is in life, nothing revolves or evolves without me. The shot clock stopped, the game stopped. Those guys can't get their shot clock back on, their game is delayed. And I refuse. I cannot accept for nothing in my life to be delayed because it's my vision. It's my, it's my destiny. It's my legacy on the line. And with that being said, I tell my son, I tell anybody, I have another acronym because I speak on about a lot of things. It's K-I-M. Some of you may recognize that as the name Kim, but for me, it's keep it moving. I'm the only one that can stop this game because I'm the clock, and I have to keep it moving. With that being said, that's Mafio's moment. I love you all. I pray that I'm fruitful and enlightening to you all by enriching and edifying you all of learning self-mastery by way of controlling your mind and not letting our influences control your mind. www.researchandexperience.com is the website. Follow us on Facebook. Uh, Mafia, we got that tour coming up. Yes, on sir. February 18th. February 18th. February 18th. We're in Atlanta, Atlanta Georgia. Georgia. Okay. Yes, sir. Uh, March 25th, we're right here in Dallas, Texas. Uh, I will be having tickets for that as well. Um, or you can go in and get tickets on uh, eventbrite.com. Um, very, very powerful tour. And again, it's all about empowerment, everything we talk about. And if you can take this Ayamo concept, Apply it to your life, come out to this tour, and let yourself be enriched and edified via it. I think it's just another another book or another step towards your progress and, and, and getting over in life. You know, so Definitely. highly encourage that. You know, I don't want to make that a conversation, but that's mm-hmm. just how much I know that it can be fruitful to us all. Um, www.researchandexperience.com podcast. Um, you can look look us up on iTunes. Check out the podcast. Um, we're going to be throwing that Facebook Live in there. Um, please stay tuned for it all. And again, I love you with all my heart. I just pray that you learn to love yourself. And that's by getting to know yourself. And with that being said, y'all have a great week. We'll see y'all next Monday. Peace. <laughs>